If you are a regular listener of this show, you understand that every day at roughly 150, we do a segment called Place Your Bets. And we are up front. We, it is not legal as of yet in the state. Well, it's legal, but we don't, don't have the mechanism yet in place in North Carolina to place wagers. Just like whip out your phone, bop, 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 push some buttons and do it. I mean, there are people who do it. But it's not yet available to the nor the regular citizenry. But it is a massive industry. And Doug Kazarian is joining us now on the Adam Gold Show. His new venture is called playersonly.com. Uh he last time I spoke to Doug, uh he was with ESPN. And he has been at right on the crest of this industry becoming mainstream and all the popularity in sports wagering becoming above board and it's about time uh and he joins us uh do you you feel feel good about not only the new venture but where the industry is headed yeah good to be with you you know no one really knew what to expect once legalization hit five and a half years ago we didn't know how much the leagues would be comfortable with it or the networks and which states would come i mean we knew new jersey was <laughs> initiating it. so here we are five and a half years in and i think it's good where it is there's some things that i'm not crazy about but you know like anything you gotta you know break a few eggs to make the yeah. omelet right what what aren't you crazy about well, I, I I was hoping that it would take on a path much like kind of the stock market, right? Uh-huh. And it's, that's really like how it should be viewed. I'm of the belief. But it's going sort of towards the European model in, in some ways, which I think is cool too, where it's like a vice and entertainment only, um, you know, not to be – I guess what I was thinking with the stock market, it should be viewed from a intellectual way as the market stock market, not necessarily like a retirement fund, right? But from just like <laughs> discussing stuff, conceptualizing it. But right now, I think it's in a very sort of lottery ticket approach, where oh. I don't know. I'm just going to throw out a number, but I, this is not a random throw out. It's like 85 percent or whatever of customers of these legal operators are using like one and two dollar parlays. And trying to do like eleven legs and trying to make thirty thousand dollars or something like that, <laughs> and they're just being fun. I mean, they're not going broke or anything right. like that. And because of it, it's one and two dollars stuff, a lot of these companies and TV networks are getting sort of reckless as well, having anchors give out picks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's fine if that's what the consumer wants. Like, I'm not going to tell you know, what the masses do. I just don't know if that's like the long term way to go about it. And that's just not stuff I'm going to be doing. Like. You know, for lack of a better word, it's a lot of grab ass. And, you know, that's fine. I just think there's other conversations you can have around it where it's in between the, you know, the $1 parlay world and the yelling at the screen 900 number screaming (laughs) absolutely free guaranteed with. I'm not trying to go that route either as well. I just think there's a way you can talk about stuff, talk about games in a smart way. And you know, simulate the day to day existence of a regular sports better, not of a just a, a parlay king one dollar better. It's almost like the difference between because you you like in the stock market, it's the day trader versus the investor, right? Right. I just, but I I don't think 
it, it's it's the lot. It's really going the lottery ticket approach right now in terms of content and everything. And I just think there's a better way to do it. We can talk about a game and have the entry point being sports betting or whatever. Right. Um, you know, it's it's you you talk about an intellectual approach to it. Doug Kazarian, PlayersOnly.com, is joining us. Um, because there's so much information, and that's the way it used to be. I used to have a, a friend. Uh, I, I'm now I'm even forgetting exactly which company he worked for. So it, it was all about research and and trends and tendencies and looking at games and players and situations uh, and using the information that you could glean from past performances and all that to to try to determine future outcomes. That was a more intellectual approach to doing it. Uh, I'm sorry, only players, not players only. Why did I get that wrong? Onlyplayers.com. My fault for, uh, for messing that up, uh, Doug. So just looking at it from an intellectual standpoint, is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, it, it's more like, so right now, I think a lot of the content out there, whether it be networks or whatever, they've substituted sports radio, conventional sports radio with betting sports radio, which is great. And I think it's smart because a lot of people are betting and we don't need to rehash where LeBron ranks all time, uh, whether he's better than Jordan or not. I just want to, you know, change the channel. I can't change the channel fast. <laughs> so I, I like how we're doing it that way. I just think when it comes to betting, there's just like a smarter way to do it and I also think people don't know a whole lot, right? So I think there's people who do, like myself, and what we're trying to do with our con- with our content and our uh, our business model is is distribution, right? So we know there are partners out there that want content, so that's what we're doing with our distribution of our content in radio, written, and TV. And then we're also trying to have appeal to the consumer the same way, and which is all obviously all that's intertwined, where people can come and sort of like just watch a couple minute clips here and there and be brought up to speed with everything going on. And I think that's what we're trying to do. Doug Kazarian joining us onlyplayers.com. Uh there needs to be a smarter host uh of this radio show so we don't screw that up and I apologize to Doug. Uh just I mean I thank you for coming on. I'm really po- I'm sorry I I blew that. Um all right, let me get into some uh, some other things. First of all, what do you make of this fact? Because if research uh, is important, and research is, I, th- I saw this earlier today that in the NFL this year, if you bet the under in every game, you are roughly 60% successful. Um, does the NFL have to adjust? Uh, man, not the NFL. Does uh, Do the people who set the lines have to adjust? Or is it just that's what it is? No, it's a great question, and it's a talking point we did in our segment called Betting Buzz. I'm about to tweet out a two-minute video on how I reacted to that, so that's the question. So right now it's 61.5%, and just so people have context, if you were successful with your betting at 50, I don't know, 7%, you'd be crushing it. Yeah. So 61.5% is outrageous. So I talked to a couple odds makers, and they think, they think between now and the end of the season, the overs and unders will be about 50-50 because the markets will adjust. So it has adjusted. So about half the over-unders for this weekend are 41 and under, which is really low. But also there's quarterback regression, right? right. I mean, look at some of the quarterbacks with DeVito and injuries and things like that. And he said, one guy specifically said, he goes, look, it's not like scoring's going to go up because of weather, right? The wind and everything. So he's right. Like scoring's not all of a sudden 
um, going to start going, getting better and better. So I think it's just really important to uh, – my, my, my overall takeaway is if I already like an under based on the matchup, I'm probably going to bet more on the under because of these trends and the quarterback play because it's also red zone offense that across the league is being poor. <laughs> yeah. And then it's also just an execution of, you know, how people are like, – like, for example, Monday night, the Chargers – uh, were had a comfortable lead on the Jets, and they're like, we're not messing around. Yeah. Clock is more important. We don't respect the other quarterback. So let's just grind out three runs, not mess with it, and then we'll we'll be fine. Now, on Sunday night, the Bengals had to ice the game, and they threw deep on T. Higgins on the first play, right, at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of both, right? I think if you respect the other team's quarterback, you maybe are more inclined to pass, and that's if you really like your quarterback, too, like since he does Joe Burrow. And then if it's another situation, now granted they were one score game versus uh, the Jets were up two touchdowns before the scoop and score. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more like we don't respect the other team's quarterback, which is often the case. So let's just run the clock. Doug, and I think that's why these a lot of these games are dying at the end. And I think we have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Also, you you mentioned it before, quarterback play, uh, not good. Uh, not no. good at all in the National Football League. By the way, this is this is not pro football, college football. I'm not sure you can set the total low enough to convince me to go over in an Iowa football game. Um, <laughs> Iowa-Minnesota, the total was 30.5, easily stayed under. Iowa-Northwestern, total was 29.5, easily stayed under. I Last I looked... Iowa North uh, Rutgers this week is twenty eight and a half, and again, I ha- how does Iowa get? How does an Iowa game get over? I just don't. I don't. So I, made, I made the mistake of betting the over last week in the <laughs> Iowa game. Seventeen total points. Thirty one. Well, I also thought Northwestern's offense was picking up and things like that. So there were things I a reason behind it. But yeah, it's really just three yards and a cloud of dust <laughs> to, to the nth degree. So. Uh, but to your point, there there is a market correction here, and at some point, the over will hit, right? Right. Like, yeah, it has to. The question is, the, the, the betting market's stubborn, and it doesn't always adjust enough. So don't, you know, we can't, you know, we're, we're taught at a very young age the house always wins. Yeah, yes. when the math is clean, right? When the, when the roulette wheel, the crash table, you know the math is clean with the, it's just uh, fixed and odds right like it's just it's it's clean math but with the market like this we don't really know what the right number is to make it 50 50 in terms of like an iowa game so um (laughs) the stats can only do so much the math isn't as clean and thus there are edges on the under and going back full circle with the nfl like it's just one of those things where yeah there are there are edges in the under doug kazarian Onlyplayers.com joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Before I, before I let you go, um, it, it, we do it as an entertainment vehicle. Um, we, uh, t- today's game, uh, I've got a DJ Moore touchdown and the Bears to win as a parlay. Uh, Bryce Young over 25 rushing yards as a prop. Uh, stuff like that. We try to have fun. Is there, um, is there a sport? that you just enjoy uh, wagering on, whether or not you feel like it gives you the best odds or anything like that? Uh, I wouldn't 
I would not wager on it unless I had an edge. That's just where I am in my right. betting career. But but I, I have edges through my inner circle and stuff like that, and that's what we're trying to capture on the show and on the in the venture. So I would say, uh, you know, my my best sport is WBA to be honest. Um, really, but but I enjoy it all, and really, uh, the NBA is sort of like my, um, you know, bread and butter, if you will. All right. Is is there a sport that's frustrating? Say that again, please. Is there a sport that's frustrating? I mean, aren't they all? <laughs> yeah. It just seems like there's more like superfluous points at the ends of basketball games. Like it, we get into a foul situation, all of a sudden the total like, wait a second, that was an easy under, and all of a sudden we blow it up, blow it over by like well, ten points. If you think about it, and this is why there's ways to approach it differently, but if you think about it. All these sports change in the final, whatever it is, six percent of a game. Right? right? You have hockey's that have hockey pulls goalies. Yep. Football, you have this, the, the the prevent defense stuff, right? Uh huh. Basketball, you have the fouling with the chuck and duck threes of the other side. So all these games in the last few minutes completely change. So you're handicapping a game based on the first ninety five percent of the game. And then the last 5% is where all the hijinks is. So that's why a lot of times I'll give out first half totals, first right. half sides, team totals. There's ways to get away from that noise and the, vari- the variance. And that's some of the handicapping involved in where your experience comes in, right? Um, and that's how I can explain a lot of inefficiencies in the market and or where the edges lie. And that's just stuff that comes over time. And, you know, people have a lot to learn about this stuff, which is fine because, mm-hmm. you know what? It was federally banned five years ago. So if people aren't proficient, I think that's okay. I just think people should try to learn a little bit and glean some wisdom and get some direction rather than just throw out $1 parlays because, you know, these, these sports books are paying celebrities to talk <laughs> them stuff that's just not for their benefit, much like state lotteries. As a kid, I I was I marveled at the fact that I would I was like watching stuff on TV usually late at night, and Gabe Kaplan was hosting a gambling show. Mister Cotter was hosting a gambling show, and I could not I could I I couldn't square that in my brain. Uh, Doug Kazarian, OnlyPlayers.com. Uh, I'm looking uh, on the site right now. You guess you like the under between the Panthers and the Bears, which I mean. Why? Why would we think anything else? I've seen both of these teams play, uh, Doug. Right. I I thank you so much for the time. Uh, hopefully, we can do it again. Likewise, thanks for having me on, Adam. You got it, Doug Kazarian here on the Adam Gold Show. It is onlyplayers.com. Uh, and yeah, they they yes. do videos and yeah. I'm, not to be I confused with OnlyFans. It's not. Whoa! That's not. Fair. What, are we I doing? Mean, that's... what are we doing? <laughs> Hey, I don't even know what you're talking about. This is playersonly.com. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Excuse me. There's plenty of athletes on there, too. Oh, are there? Yes. Okay, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. But yeah. I'm just right. Saying. Okay. We should probably do a rewind. <laughs>